inflation can no longer be met with like wage rises. It's so crazy at the moment in the public sector because inflation is just like running away with itself. Anyway, where have we been? Dean's working on a cool one. So it's 10 node hyperconverged deployment across two DCs, 400 terabytes of storage, 10 terabytes of RAM to play with. We're too old, Dean. That's what it is. It's this newfangled technology. Joking, because all the new technology just seems to be old stuff rebadged. But to be fair, the, the thing was bulletproof. It never, ever failed. So bring back the AS400. Where have we been? Where have we been? Do you want to do an introduction? Yeah, well, welcome back to the podcast episode. Not sure. It's been a while. It's a little catch up. I'll tell you where we've been, what we've been up to in less than 20 minutes. I'm sure these guys have got some interesting stories to tell. How many of them can we tell, Dean? That's the question. Not a minor for the public here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our temporary studio with its um, delightful light fixtures. Yeah, I remember when we came in here, it was like, oh, we'll be in here for like three days and then we'll move into the new studio. Yeah, I don't know if it was three days, but it was. <laughs> I think that's cl- what I was told. It was a classic two weeks. Should be yeah. two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> two months later. If the builders are watching this, we don't actually care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not having a go. No, no. It's a. Uh... Carry on with your two weeks worth of work. <laughs> <laughs> we had nightmare after nightmare. So we. New landlord, moved our office, so we'd moved our studio to a new location. And then it turned out that a new location needed extensive refurbishment because it had leaks. So we've been in this temporary studio and storeroom for like best part of two months now. And so maybe even longer. I think like tomorrow we fit the carpet in the new storeroom. And I think next week the painters finish in the new studio. So, yeah, it's been literally like two months, longer than it should have been. And then the kitchen gets fitted on Thursday. So it's all going in the right direction, but it's definitely taken way longer. But I think I am to blame for that because we've been so busy and we've been prioritizing, like, we've been continuing to live in a pigsty in return for getting various customer projects done on uh, reasonably on time. So what's the time scale from now? About two weeks? Yeah, so be done in two months if we're lucky. <laughs> no, because I'm no longer in charge of it. It'll definitely two, happen. Two weeks in Elon time. <laughs> yeah, it should be good. I'm looking forward to it. I think um, the studio is like one of the bits I'm most excited about. And the kitchen, because I designed it. And it's how I'd have my home kitchen if I was allowed to have it grey with black fixtures and fittings. I'm excited. Very I haven't cool. got a new bathroom, so I can cycle to work. It's up and running, isn't it? Yeah. She's cleaning. Where's your bike? At home. <laughs> it needs cleaning. And I need to sort out to make sure that when I come to work... I've got a set of clothes here because I don't want to cycle in my rucksack. So now I've got my new workstation PC, which Dean's jealous about. It means I don't need to bring my laptop anymore. It means I can just have a set of clothes at the office. Is it better than Connor's? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Not by much, by a little bit. Yeah, I think I think it's diminishing returns when you get that sort of yeah, level of kit. Definitely. It? To be fair, though, like obviously got the same amount of RAM as Connor's got in his machine, like 32 gig. But the other day, I was using like 18 to 20, so I feel like it's justified. You'd never have too many Chrome tabs. I mean, I've always got a bunch on. I've um, always had like you know, loads of. Do you use something like suspends Chrome tabs to like keep the memory usage down? Doesn't it do you it do automatically? That? I don't know. I don't know if it does. I have Pretty a sure tab. I don't use it anymore. I use Edge, which no. automatically sleeps tabs by oh, default. Nice. I just assumed like Microsoft man. I just assumed uh, Apple would put stuff to sleep if you don't. Yeah. Like you I said. don't know if it does. I think I use a tab suspender. Apple probably in the background makes your tabs do more work, so your battery dies quicker. 
then you've got to go buy a new laptop. Yeah, that's mine suffering with that. I've got a new one on order. Dig on Apple products, but it won't be here until the end of July. Literally waiting that long for a new laptop because my current one was leased, and it's come up for its return, which I'm I'm grateful of because the battery on it is awful. It now lasts a sum total of about an hour. So and it, getting, used to, it used to last like four or five hours. You get an M1 yeah. chip. M1 Pro Max. Nice. 14-inch. Nice. Yeah, more ports. Can't complain. Stavros keeps looking over at my uh, my Mac, and he's like, oh, I, I really want that, uh, you know, the, the, the touch bar. The touch bar Do you thing. use it? I was like, I never use it. And he's like, oh, I, I miss that so much. I was like, well, we could trade if you want. Yeah, you should trade. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, isn't I think this would outperform you, outperform yeah. yours, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's very I'm sure, I'm sure he will trade after watching this and cutting it and editing. And yeah. But he knows. Why are they talking? He knows that he's got a more powerful <laughs> Mac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely not going to trade now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andres has got to go back as well, actually. His was on lease, so now he's no longer with us. That's got to go back. And mine. Adios. Adios. Goodbye, Mac, till the new one rolls in. But it's a little bit of a con, that, actually. The leasing company, if you forget to terminate the lease, just carry on billing you more. Do they even increase the bill if if uh, prices have gone up? I don't think they do, but they, I think they do charge you more at the end of the lease agreement per month for the mm. device or per quarter. So you have to you have to contact them with so many days' notice to serve notice, and then you have to return the device to them. Classic. Yeah, it's crazy. But we, I mean, I offered them like market rate to keep it, but they were like, no, they wanted like thirty percent above market rate. With the battery the way it is, there's just no point keeping it. So I'm going to get a new one. shiny. Is that above market rate because of chip shortages? No, I don't think so because it's based on like eBay. And surely like eBay's like the going market rate anyway. But everything's a little bit more expensive at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Everything. What's really sort of pissing me off is that people are jumping on the bandwagon. So using it as an opportunity to increase price with no other reason. Mm-hmm. Just um, inflation, increased electricity costs. Price needs to go up. But really, there's not that same impact to their business that they're portraying to their customers. But everyone seems to be doing that. Fair play to them, I suppose. Yeah. And then you've got the, the lowly employees struggling. Struggling. The prices of everything's going up. Yeah, who was it? There was, um, <laughs> the, uh, the CEO of uh, Rolls-Royce gave all his employees two grand to help with the... Uh, cost of living. Cost of living crisis. Yeah, I bet, I bet a high percentage of them spend all that on like bread and... You know, other stuff that they need to live. Two grand on bread. Need any sauce? Where are you uh, buying from? Ricardo. Waitress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so middle class. <laughs> Says me here, what is Ricardo every week? Not just any bread. <laughs> this is Marks and Spencer's Yeah, I bet they all book holidays with that. So like, the, the cost of living thing is, is interesting, but like, there's, there comes a point where inflation can no longer be met with like wage rises. And I feel like it's so crazy at the moment. I think someone came out recently and said they couldn't... If I'd say it might actually have been Department for Work and Pensions came out and said they can no longer match like inflation-based rises across staff in the public sector because inflation is just like running away with itself. So it'll be interesting to see whether that goes or not so interesting if it ends in a recession. So we'll see. It doesn't look optimistic at the moment. No, I don't think it does. Anyway, on some more delightful news. Where have we been? Where have we been? So- I'm... We've yeah. been busy. I think we, haven't, the... we haven't recorded a podcast in this year. This year? What was our last one? one. Uh, we released one this year, but it was recorded last year. And it was Did the we finish filming in like November? Converge. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. So what have you been doing this year? Just well, keep you away from podcasts. Um, customer projects. 
Me and Dean have been very busy, many sleepless nights. We've installed more stuff in the day centre, we've onboarded loads of new customers, we've overhauled a bunch of stuff, delivered a load of projects. Yeah, we were, we've been busy dealing with customer projects of all manners, one of which is very exciting that we can't talk about. And that, to be honest with you, probably saw us busy for a period of weeks or months. So, I mean, you could talk about your build, like your uh, your big new build. Maybe, yeah, so is, Dean, is that... Dean's working on a cool one. So it's a 10-node hyperconverged deployment across two DCs with like 400 and something terabytes of storage. Yeah, a lot. It's got a lot of storage, a lot of compute. 768 gig of RAM and node. So no, one terabyte. A terabyte a node. Terabyte per node. So we've got 10 terabytes of RAM to play with. Yeah. Split over two DCs, the whole environment would, well, obviously we'll run in one because of the amount of resources we've got, which is what it's planned to do. Yeah. It's a big boy. It's um, a monster. And at the same time, half of that has gone into a brand new DC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we also opened Leeds, the new DC. Yeah. So um, basically the current DC we're in in Leeds, they were saying that they didn't have any more space to give us. And they had this new location, and then we could get more space there, but of course needed to get connectivity in. So we've, we've got a dark fiber linking that up and in the process of setting it all up and deploying all the new racks and stuff. So that's quite cool, and that gives us more space in Leeds. And uh, we can use Leeds as a proper DC location, which is quite good. Yeah, so that's that's another whole load of work. They moved to Leeds, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the thing. With like when, And then the other thing is brand new backup solution, KCT. So we deployed yeah. a, a new like 300 and something terabytes of backup storage, was it? Video on its way. Video on its way, yeah, yeah. That's quite cool, actually, because we actually got paid to do that video. So we actually did like a piece of like marketing development work that was funded to produce the video, which is quite cool. So that'll be our first sort of like brand video that we've put together, hopefully the first of many. Yeah, we're really excited to release that, but it has been a little while in the making, isn't it? Yeah, blame. Well, that, one of the other things, I suppose, with all that work going on, there's no, no one available to shoot the stuff, so we need to get that last bit wrapped up. Yeah. But it also... That was made more complicated because of how you had to configure the servers remotely in that you had to be plugged in or in the same network as them. So that was fun. Yeah, we had to yeah set them up before we even took them to the data center, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't straightforward. And then stuff didn't work as it was supposed to. Surprise, surprise. But all working now. And I was pretty impressed. It's pretty good. Just uh, one minor problem you had the other night where you needed to patch him. Yeah, a bit of a funny one, that. They have said that it's kind of... Um... In an actual patch update, they're going to resolve that bit of code in the background that resolves what I broke. Yeah, whoops. So. I was impressed at how fast it backed all the data up, though. I thought that was quite... It's easy really, really quick. Yeah, I, th- I thought, because I was a day behind of where I wanted to be with the issue that happened, I thought it was going to probably spill over in the week, but checked it whatever night it was that I set it away, and it was a few hours for a lot of terabytes worth of... Yeah. Stuff. yeah, it was cool. Absolutely uh, flying. And I like the restore as well. I think like the fact that you can restore like 15 terabyte VMs in like 20 seconds is really, really good. Yeah. I don't understand how it actually works in the fact that you take, because you, you, you've got a full backup and an incremental backup. I don't understand where that's going to, to take it, because it takes a snapshot. Yeah. And that incremental backup is based on the size of the snapshot. But if you lost that whole VM and wanted to restore it, how is it doing that? You mean, isn't it have to replay back the snapshot into the to the base image that you the, the first forward yeah. have to replay every snap into? Because I, you know, many backup products yeah. available and on the market, it's quite. I'm used to how Veeam works. You, it takes your full backup, yeah, and then your incrementals. Uh, you can obviously set it to 
to do a weekly roll up and full backup, which the full backup option of Cohesity does. Yeah. But the incremental is for, forever incremental. Yeah. So it's like, how does it do that first initial? Yeah, I, I assume that it... all the all the restores that I've done have been actually no, because for new new build I did I backed up a VM. The actual backup was tiny. Blew that VM away, deleted it from disk off the vSAN, and restored it instantly. Yeah. From a backup that was like three percent of the size of the VM. Yeah, it's magic. I need. I don't understand it because initially I was like, "How does this work?" But effectively, they just spin up the proxy servers locally as like workers, and then they use almost like what's that proxy called? What's the proxy you can use where you can redirect different URLs to different oh, machines? Um, oh, the name escapes me. I feel really stupid now. The one that I built for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you forgot it as well? No. Huh. I just want you to guess it. I don't know. Um, H. HA proxy. HA proxy. Got there in the yeah, end. HA, like the most <laughs> yeah. obvious thing <laughs> yeah. that you want um, it to be as well. So I think they just basically spawn new worker VMs on, side, on the actual HDI platform itself. And then they connect to the VMware infrastructure and pull in all the data off the hot like snapshot copies. So that's quite cool. So that's... Um, I know that amounts the, the cohesive disk directly into your yeah. VMware environment. It's just how it's doing the, the yeah. piece of... Like I said, I would always expect to have that full backup and then you have a chain. Yeah. That's how I've known it's the, that sort of thing to work. Yeah, it's the it's the replay bit that I don't know how they do it because it's we've got the full and then every night we've got the incrementals. But surely to restore that, they need to be in the background like adding the incremental to that underlying because I suppose also you can choose any point in time to go back to. They don't know that you're going to go to the most recent. so And it's, it's still instant. So, I don't know, maybe it's got a lot of storage overhead, but to be fair, it's not. It doesn't seem to be that inefficient. I think it's quite efficient. I haven't checked it for a while, though. It's not, yeah, it's not the worst. It's... Yeah. We need to get someone from Geezy to do a video with us that explains it. But they're like, oh, no, it's trade secrets. You can't you can't possibly know that. Yeah. The, the rest of it, how it works and, you know, how manageable it is and how easy it is to use, unless you break something, which I'm going to blame their side if they're releasing the patch. To fix that, it's obviously their fault. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just that bit. If everything started with a full backup, I don't understand it, but it doesn't. And it ages out that first one as well. We're too old, Dean. That's what it is. It's this newfangled technology. Joking, because all the new technology just seems to be old stuff rebadged with new names. I mean, well, it's, it's just uh, like an LT or tape drive, but it's tape drive SSDs instead of yeah. uh, <laughs> tapes. <laughs> exactly. It's just like an elaborate uh, time machine. Green screen. Apple. What's green screen? No, we're not going there. <laughs> green screen green screen you know heard of that that you go to like a travel agents like 10 years ago they'd be entering your booking into like a green screen type system where it's like a black screen with green text on it and they'd be searching for like the flights but like teletext but on a computer that's still what like car dealers use isn't it? yeah, like yeah their yeah. back end system is all as 400 yeah but you know as 400 when you when you have them and you have the monitor for them the monitor is a like a CRT screen or up well last time I worked with one which would have been like ten plus years ago. They had a CRT screen that used to plug in over a big chunky cable. It didn't even support like a TFT. It had to be this like old school screen and keyboard combo. And they were dead expensive. Like things like I'm sure like putting an extra two hundred and fifty six gig of storage was like several thousand pounds or more just to add a few discs. It was really, really expensive. But to be fair, the the thing was bulletproof. It never ever failed. So bring back the AS four hundred. <laughs> probably like a quarter of a million quid to buy and then uh, anytime you want to do anything with it it's like tens of thousands of pounds never heard of it you've never heard of AS400 no damn I'm now I'm showing my age you're right. younger than me exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> so what's next over the next few weeks briefly in less than five minutes crazy 
Hopefully. That's coming This up. podcast. Yeah, this podcast. New studio. New studio. We'll have a little tour of that. We'll have a tour of the build room. Office finally Office gets, gets cleaned as part of all of that. Yeah, yeah we're no longer living in a big sty. Yeah. I've got new so new customer migration into the new environment that we've just been talking about yep. over the next few days. Uh, I'm assuming you following us to Leeds to do yeah. some sort of recording for Leeds to Leeds data center migration. I'm doing a cybersecurity project for a customer, all fun and games, and that's it. Hey, thanks for uh, joining us on this week's episode. This week's? This month's? This year's? This, this year's, year's episode <laughs> of uh, Experts in Polo, Shane. Et voila. Great.